welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. When we talk about the ugly truth, uh, it, it, that's a wide gamut of subjects, right? Right. I mean, I mean, let's just talk about all the different things, just a few of the things that we've covered. You know, that we went through that entire Save the Children series, starting from abortion and the educational indoctrination mm-hmm. through... Um, the trafficking and... Trafficking, right, and all those signs. And so we've covered so many different things on human trafficking already, and yet the news is just in our face time after time. It just keeps coming back. So we know that there is obviously a cry for help. And so in this sex trafficking alert, we are going to start off with just a little music. I'm going to start off with some Struggle Jennings and his daughter, Brianna, and she, Brianna Harness, as many people probably already know, some of you may not know, that uh, Struggle Jennings is the grandson of Waylon Jennings. Good old Waylon. Yeah. And Struggle is a rapper, but he represents the Patriots in a push for exposing the lies and bringing truth to light just like we are. So we yes. love Struggle Jennings and his crew there and all his friends. And uh, he is also an independent artist, so we have permission to play this music and to bring light to this terrible subject of human trafficking. So we're going to take a listen here in just a second to a little bit of Struggle Jennings and Brianna Harness. Save me, I can't save myself 
going to take a look at another resource here now this is the global incident map this is a display of human trafficking incidents worldwide move a little bit over there so you can see the united states this is the cry for help that we're talking about if you uh first of all we have an article in our website right there on digging deeper it is called global traffic incident map, the human trafficking global incident map. So just go to that on diggingdeeper.us, click on the news tab and find that article. Or if you can remember the website, human.globalincidentmap.com. I want to thank Valerie again for this resource. I found it on her Facebook page, The Missing Persons. And so I swiped it and put it over here on tonight's show to show you the magnitude of this unbelievable fast growing crime you know fastest growing crime uh on the planet and that is human trafficking in the united states sector here you'll see this uh large uh presence of blinking lights here and that's because there are lots of incidents of human trafficking in the united states 
the United States is the number one consumer of sex. Mm. Number one consumer of sex trafficking. If you look at a heat map or a uh, spreadsheet or even a, uh, di- a diagram that shows the flow of traffic, mm-hmm. all of the big arrows are pointing back to our continent, especially the United States, specifically the United States. So the United States, like you said the other night in one of our broadcasts, definitely we are the consumers. Um, But it's a worldwide problem, not just a U.S. problem. So this map right here is a nice little little, uh, resource. But like I said in the article, I wrote that the article kind of brings out both emotions. First of all, it's great that we can have a resource like this to find mm-hmm. find all kinds of uh, incidents and report on them. But the bad thing is that obviously <clears throat> there has to be a resource like this even to exist is is pathetic. It's sad. But I want to take you just a little bit through this resource real quick before we go to a short podcast that uh, just a few words on the Texas bust where there was a change in the law in Texas, so we want to make you aware of that uh, in the realm of human trafficking and prostitution. So we're going to show you a little bit about this resource here and then go to our podcast and then we'll actually read an article about that change in law where Texas has some big news and we'll save the headline for later, okay? Yes. So here we go. Let's go through this. So we noticed that there is a streaming run of headlines going through here and you can mouse over it to simply find something about it so here on 1018 with just four days ago we have baltimore no prosecution policy for low-level drug possession and prostitution finds almo so there's an article you can click on that and find out more about it uh, in the uk there's an article here that says covid pandemic may increase people trafficking says charity yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Increased. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so there's a streaming streaming uh, RSS feed there of the 100 newest events. And typically those 100 newest events usually only covers a span of about four days. There's usually, yeah. I only see about four days in there. You can drill down and sort it out, filter by country or by range of dates or even by city. There in the screen as I'm showing you. They have instructions on how to use the map, and below that, they actually have a broken. They have it broken down into slavery, prostitution, and trafficking other and trafficking court cases. So they have a lot of this broken down for you, as well as the country listed as to who the offender is. So we do know that on ten sixteen, we had a case. Here in Texas, that was a human trafficking case, a prostitution case on 1016, I believe it was. We can look through that list and see if we can find that. This says Texarkana. There it is. Thank you, Mom. Tarrant mm-hmm. County on 1018. Okay. Here's our detail. We'll click on that. And this is the story that we brought to you several days ago. This was the 115 arrests in Tarrant County, which is down there in Fort Worth, Texas. There's a picture of the sheriff presenting the arrest there. So, good resource. 
We also noticed that in this resource at the top of the page, right under the map, you'll see that there's also a gang activity map, border security issues, drug interdictions map, which would be interesting to look at, as well as, I believe I Amber saw alert. something else, Amber Alerts, Hazmat Situations, Forest Fires, Disease Outbreak Maps. Presidential Threat. Presidential Threat. Well, there's no threat there. Food and Medicine Incidents. Food and Medicine Incidents, yes. That's one I was also interested in looking at, possibly at another time, but that's a very nice map there. And we have a lot of water boil notices. I noticed when I went through this earlier, there's a, okay, the water boil notice for such and such a county is expiring in 12 hours. Mm. You know, whether there is one or on, mm. on or off. So there must be some water issues in those places. All right, so now let's go back to our podcast. We're going to just present a little bit about that Tarrant County case to you here in the uh, next segment. And then we'll come right back and read an article to you. And then we'll be going into our fourth segment. This human trafficking operation yields 115 arrests. Was that the one you read? Yeah, but a note on that. Yes. It's a felony now. So, when you look at the type of felonious activity that this crime is, by definition, human trafficking. Right. So, human trafficking is getting the headlines. But in essence, I don't want to downplay this at all, but in essence, they're just basically realizing, finally, that That, prostitution is human trafficking. And that the Johns are the problem. The ones who go and buy it. I mean, it's they're the consumers. So, we need to stop the consumerism of it. Yes, that's absolutely right. You were pointing out, as as many times as many people have pointed out, that the United States is the biggest consumer. Right. It takes a lot more than the consumer in that crime. True. And I think what they're going after, just like in any drug crime or anything else, would be the dealers or the ones who are trafficking, and that's why they're calling it human trafficking, the ones who are organizing the prostitution rings, the ones who are the pimps, in other words. Right. But they're still going to bust the girls, and it's now a felony. Well, they called the operation Buyer Beware. That was a uh, sting. Yeah. And they got all males in it. Yeah, there's a podcast on that. It is called 115, actually I, I called it Human Trafficking Arrests in Tarrant County, Texas. It's in our podcast channel. Okay, now we're going to go ahead and read that article to you on the difference in the Texas law, the change in the Texas law. Here's the article. This is from the Neil Davis Law Firm, and this is an article entitled, Texas is the first state to make buying sex a felony. This is important. We looked through all 50 states and the District of Columbia, and this is truly the only state that offers a felony on the first conviction. Mm. Now, many states do have fourth or fifth convictions as a felony. Texas is going for it right out the gate. Let's take a read here. A new Texas prostitution law taking effect on September 1st turns the crime of purchasing or buying sex from a Class B misdemeanor to a state jail felony with much harsher punishments. This reportedly will make Texas the first state in America to turn the crime of buying sex into a felony. 
House Bill 1540, which passes the Texas House and Senate in May, also increases the penalties for persons who try to recruit victims for use as prostitutes from shelters and certain residential treatment facilities. Mm-hmm. Punishments will increase to two years in prison. Until the new law goes into effect, given the punishments listed in the Texas Penal Code, persons charged with a Class B misdemeanor for buying sex, or Johns, have faced a maximum of 180 days in jail and a maximum fine of $2,000 if convicted. Also, persons convicted a second time for prostitution, a crime whether you are buying or selling sex, faced the harsher punishment of a Class A misdemeanor, which is up to a year in prison, and a fine of as much as $4,000. But, under the new law, they will face a state jail felony for a first conviction, with punishments including up to two years in state prison, with a minimum of 180 days, and a fine of up to $10,000. And not only that, but a second conviction uh, in the upcoming new law would also increase the charges to a third-degree felony and include two to ten years in state prison and fines up to $10,000. So they're not backing off after the second one. It goes to a third-degree felony. In making this change, Texas Texas legislators have construed those who buy sex as, in effect, being active supporters of human trafficking, a crime in which people are coerced into performing sex or labor. Yet many crimes of prostitution do not involve any human trafficking, though the new law increases punishments for those cases as well. We know the demand is the driving force behind human trafficking, said the bill's primary author, State Representative Sifronia Thompson of District 114, Democrat, which includes Northeast Houston and Humboldt. According to KPRC Click to Houston, she asserted that if the state could curb or stamp out the demand end of it, then we can save the lives of numerous persons. Mm-hmm. Human trafficking is a big problem because the news source also quoted Lieutenant A. Merritt of the Houston Police Vice Division as saying HPD started targeting buyers as much as sellers years ago. He said the department is hopeful that the tougher penalties under the new law will make a difference. And the difference is they're going after both sides. Yeah. I, I was looking actually through the state laws and it looks very close to the same penalty for both. I didn't realize it. I thought it was a lot less. Mm-hmm. for the prostitutes than it was for the buyers. I, I really thought, but when you look at the fines that they give in each state, it's very similar for the buyer and the seller. Mm-hmm. So Texas is following suit on that and saying it's a felony both ways. Because human trafficking is a big problem in Texas. It's a hot-button issue, especially in Texas, which has the most human trafficking in the United States, hmm. unfortunately. Hmm. Along, the border. With, along with California. To help you educate... Uh, To help you understand human trafficking's impact and the various responses to it across America, this law firm, Neil Davis, has produced a detailed report of human trafficking statistics and laws by state, which you'll find on the link in our article. But not everyone snared in the wide nets cast by law enforcement in the sexting operations is guilty of the crime of prostitution of buying sex, so they advise you, of course, to always contact your lawyer. 
<laughs> and that shows us that there is a huge problem in Texas, and Texas is going to be, again, a leader in laying down the law. Yes. It's so. just like the abortion. Abortion. Yes. It seems like uh, Governor Abbott is trying really hard to be uh, a good leader. Uh, there's some, still some things we don't agree with him on. Didn't they decrease the... Um, felony status like in the 80s or early 70s didn't it used to be bad and then they let lessened it across the nation don't you do you remember that you know i'm gonna have to check that out because i think you're right i think there was a period because there was a and actually california was very guilty of it i think when the lady that's up in the white house or whatever um, <laughs> when when she was a prosecutor out in California, but even before that, yes, I think you're right. I th- I think there was a time in which, okay, things have really bad. flipped. Okay, mm-hmm. if you get caught peeing on the side of the road and you get convicted, yeah, you have to register as a sex offender for life. Did you know that? Now, yes. Okay, back in the olden days, you could piss in front of somebody, no big deal. Yeah. Right? Okay, now let's flip-flop the times now. Back then, it was a serious deal to go out and buy, buy, you buy know, or prostitute. be a prostitute. It was a serious dang deal. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, ugh, get out of here. Get out of the court. You're, you're, ruining, you're wasting our time. Yeah. Ticket and go. Yeah. Get this ticket and get out of here. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Backwards yeah. world. But we knew that. We knew that. And that's why we created segment four. Yes. Because we have to have segment four to kind of bring us back around after all of the ugly truth and the upside down world and the stupid news and clown world that we have to go through to get to this segment. Yes. It's crazy. But uh, there's some little bit of bad news yet. I got to bring you. Okay. I got to give you a warning. Bring us a warning. You were the one that brought me this warning. Oh, yes. You made, I saw it first. And you made me aware of a new church in town (laughs) and we are going to learn a little bit about it so first we're going to listen to an inspirational message and then we are going to investigate a new church in town you'll laugh about this but sit tight you'll see what i mean we'll be right back here's a little bit of inspiration for the moment right before our next episode. The time for excuses is over. Now is the time for strength. If you want peace, you must stand strong at all times. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. Today, you end one chapter But you are about to begin the greatest adventure of your life. January 20 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. If the righteous men do not confront the wicked few, then evil will triumph. You came by the tens of millions to become part of a historic movement, the likes of which the world has never seen before. Now we are calling for a great reawakening. 
When decent people and nations become bystanders to history, the forces of destruction only gather power and strength. This American carnage stops right here and stops right now. Do not underestimate us and do not try us. This would be a fatal miscalculation. Is not which party controls our government, but whether our government is controlled by the people. There should be no fear. We are protected. We will be protected by God. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. I know that each of you will do what is right, not what is the easy way. Our answer will be the rebirth of devotion to defeat the enemies of humanity. This is a very different administration than the United States has had in the past. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Virtual idols are the future of false religion. Virtual idols are the future of false religion. Did you hear that? Mark Zuckerberg is planting the first church of the... Metaverse. In other words, his little imaginary world. Right. (laughs) Okay, Mark has a friend. He's got an imaginary friend. Oh, good for him. In the metaverse. Uh, the metaverse, of course, is the another, you know, the generations have come a long ways, you know. Let's talk about the very first terminology. connection. Yes, the terminology. Very good. ARPANET. <laughs> ARPANET. Does anybody even know what that is anymore? <laughs> ARPANET was the predecessor to the World Wide Web. Yes. And I don't know, does anybody know what that is? The World Wide Web. They know because the WWW are still out there. Right. You know, they're still, but people don't need them anymore. I don't know if they know that. You don't need those. But right. Anyway, so that became the World Wide Web. And then, you know, there are so many things that it transformed, and I'm going to miss a lot of the names and the different roads along the way. But it basically jumped from, you could call it, basically the World Wide Web, and then it commonly became the Internet. Internet. Mm-hmm. But... Then along came a really cool inventor called Al Gore, virtually invented the internet. <laughs> and, and so the information superhighway, which then Bush, of course, caught on, and he, he mentioned that a lot and used the, that terminology. Then that got boring after a while because, you know, highways get crowded and polluted and all that. And I think kind of later on, I know that it... It has a lot of names in between, but basically right. it became the cloud. The cloud the is cloud. the newest name, yes. Yeah, yes. they were in the cloud, but that's not the newest name. Because now let's jump over the clouds and get to... The metaverse. Well, this is supposed to be 
high-end AI technology metaverse. Right. Artificial intelligence. Right. It's not just the internet. It's including um, holograms and um, AI responses. Mm -hmm. You know how our stupid phone calls now are trying to be AI? Oh, yeah. And yet they don't really answer properly. (laughs) No, it is kind of a funny concept that when you're trying to create something that's better than the creator, it's impossible. Exactly. It's impossible. So artificial intelligence is supposed to be better than human intelligence, but the artificial intelligence is being created by the humans. Right. And the human intelligence. So wait a minute. they're They're at a disadvantage. Humans are at a disadvantage trying to monkey with artificial intelligence. Yeah. Because it will make mistakes. It will make mistakes. Basically, these shots are artificial intelligent intelligence because mm-hmm. they've created an operating system, right? A messenger RNA mm-hmm. that's going to go into our cells and reprogram them in a way to do different things. Right. There's no dispute on that that I just said. I always thought artificial intelligence was kind of funny anyway because doesn't artificial mean fake? Yes. Fake. It's fake. It's not real. It's not real, people. So the thing that was disturbing in that article was, yeah, the the fakeness of the godly symbols and things like that. So let's read this article okay. because this thing is just uh, something else. I think you shared it with me too, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay, so is it on Telegram? Yes. If anybody wants to join in, go to t.me slash diggingdeeperus and we'll share lots of good stuff on there. That's t.me slash diggingdeeperus on Telegram. And... We're going to go ahead and take a look at this, and Andy, you're going to go ahead and read this, and I'll join in after a paragraph or two. Okay, this is from The Federalist, and um, the title is, Mark Zuckerberg is planting the first church of the metaverse. It says, virtual idols are the future of false religion. With three billion users and zero sense of sacred boundaries, Facebook is poised to lead this revolution. By Joe Allen. The Church of Facebook is set to capture the human soul in silicon. On July 25th, the New York Times reported that since 2017, the social media giant has quietly cultivated exclusive partnerships with select religious communities. As always, money is involved. While Facebook's ultimate goals remain sealed behind non disclosure agreements, the Times article does hint at things to come. The company aims to become the virtual home for religious community and wants churches, mosques, synagogues, and others to embed their religious life into its platform, from hosting worship services and socializing more casually to soliciting money. Oh yeah, when we first read this, we both said, ooh, that sounds so good. Yeah. That sounds so great. (laughs) <laughs> so nice. Wow. They're going to allow church services. They're going to help promote worship and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but don't get too excited, people. Don't be deceived. Exactly. Think a little deeper, but we'll just keep reading first here. It's a web. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. The partnerships reveal how big tech and religions are converging. The Times continues. Facebook is shaping the future of religious experience itself, as it has done 
for political and social life. Ew. Oh, Okay, great. right there. Hold gives on. me. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> social life is obviously fake because it's always the a real, right? Uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And politics, politics is evil. Politics is evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, that's just exactly what we want from our religion, is it for it to be fake and evil. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Not. In other words... Ultra-mod spiritual centers will be blessed by mass data extraction, algorithmic polarization, and censorship of theological misinformation? (laughs) Oh my gosh. How much deeper do we have to go on this article, people? Okay, it's not your fault. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be yelling at you all. Um, But, oh, let's... Okay, let me keep going here for a minute. If Facebook's history is any guide... Every digital prayer will be scooped up and turned into a data point. Mm. Live-streamed preachers who deny the sanctity of LGBT lifestyles will be flagged and punished as extremists. Mm -hmm. Best of all, smartphone-addicted congregates can donate their last widow's mite with the touch of a virtual button. Sounds like a little slice of heaven, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, getting saved in the metaverse? (laughs) The Church of Facebook is just one part of a much broader vision. Three days before the Times article appeared, The Verge published an in-depth interview with founder Mark Zuckerberg about his ambition to bring the metaverse to life. The term refers to the evolution of 24-7 screen time. In a warped synthesis of physical reality, mixed reality, augmented reality, and virtual reality. The metaverse was first coined by Neil Stevenson in his 92 dystopian novel, Snow Crash. The author imagined the decadent virtual realm as an escape from a dismal society run by mega corporations. Now that the metaverse is being funded by Silicon Valley oligarchs and Wall Street traders, we're supposed to believe it'll be a fine place to live. (gasps) In his Verge interview, Zuckerberg describes the metaverse as embodied internet, the holy grail of social interactions where we can work, play, and enjoy a sense of presence alongside teleporting holograms. Wow. He predicted that within the next five years, around the same time Elon Musk hopes to achieve digital telepathy through brain chips, Facebook will transition from people seeing us as primarily being a social media company to being a metaverse company. According to Facebook's chief operating officer, Sheryl Sandberg, it will also be a spiritual endeavor. Faith organizations and social media are a natural fit because fundamentally both are all about connections, she told the Times. Our hope is that one day people will host religious services in virtual reality spaces as well, or use augmented reality as an educational tool to teach their children the story of their faith. Imagine a synagogue where a holographic burning bush recites the Decalogue, or a cathedral where saint icons speak to you directly, or maybe animated deities waving their many arms in Hindi temples. Immersive idolatry is the future of false religion. With 3 billion users worldwide and zero sense of sacred boundaries, Facebook is poised to lead the spiritual revolution. And you can read the rest of this article on our news page at diggingdeeper.us. It's pretty long, 
we're going to end it there and you can read the rest of this but as you can see from the first 20 paragraphs it's all negative it's all a big scam to mix and dilute mm-hmm. and pollute religion in the social realm that has destroyed so many lives and actually caused young people to commit suicide and families and friends to never speak to each other again it's just blasphemy it's a, it's true you're right. blasphemy you're right you're right with three billion users worldwide and zero sense of sacred boundaries, Facebook is poised to lead the spiritual revolution. That's going to do it for this episode of Digging Deeper, this special on the new Zuckerberg metaverse that we will do everything in our power to dissuade people from false religions and <coughs> false teachers. And that would be a good start. Top of the list. Mark Zuckerberg's Metaverse. Avoid it like the plague. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.